What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm gonna be running through my top 36 week 16 wide receivers. As always, if you guys have any fantasy questions, you drop them down below. I'll make sure to get back to every single person. If you guys wanna see my uh, running back rankings, those are already up on my channel. And then I'm gonna be going through the quarterback, tight ends, defenses, and kickers. Those videos will be out tomorrow. If you guys enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and let's just jump right into the rankings. And we have the uh, typical like kind of top four, top five. Put these guys in any order. I'm not gonna you know make a huge deal out of it. Number one, Justin Jefferson going up against the Giants. Number two, I have Tyreek Hill. At three, I have Stephon Diggs. Four, Devontae Adams, and then five, Jamar Chase. At six, Amon Ra, you know, typically finds his way somewhere six, seven, eight, somewhere in that range. He's coming in here at number six, going up against the Panthers. Now, it gets a little interesting here at number seven because we have A.J. Brown, but he's likely going to be without his starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Now, I don't think this totally kills A.J. Brown's value. I mean, just looking at Brown as a player, the dude's a stud. We all know this, but you also have probably, you know, one of, if not the best, like backup in the NFL. I think Gardner Minshew is going to be able to step in and support all these guys. So I'm really just not worried about AJ Brown, even though it's on paper, not really a great matchup here against the Cowboys. Now at eight, I have DK Metcalf and it's looking like DK Metcalf is going to be operating as the clear cut wide receiver one. It seems decently likely that Tyler Lockett is going to miss this week. So I do think that bumps DK Metcalf into like top 10 wide receiver territory. I like the matchup here against the Chiefs. The Seahawks are going to have to match points. They're probably going to throw the ball a decent amount. So I do like Metcalf in this game. And then honestly, after Metcalf, I think you could put a lot of these guys, you know, in a different order. At nine, I ended up going with Chris Godwin. I think there's going to be passing volume out there. Chris Godwin has definitely emerged as Tom Brady's top target here. So I do like him as a top 10 option. At 10, I have C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb has been very solid. I don't think he's hit that like elite level production that, you know, some people were expecting, especially with Dak back, but he's, you know, locked in wide receiver one every single week going up against the Eagles here at 11. I have Garrett Wilson. And once again, this week, this is going to be if Mike White is playing. So obviously the fall off from Mike White to Zach Wilson is pretty significant in terms of the uh, fantasy weapons. So if this is Mike White here at quarterback in a matchup that I like against the Jaguars, then I think Garrett Wilson is a wide receiver one. Now, if we're looking at Zach Wilson, we're probably dropping Garrett Wilson somewhere in like the uh, low 20s, 21, 22, 23, somewhere in there. And then to uh, wrap up the top 12, I have Keenan Allen here going up against the Colts. I like the volume Keenan Allen sees on a week-to-week basis. Just a very safe play in your lineup who does have a little bit of a ceiling. Now, moving into the uh, wide receiver twos, it was great to see Jalen Waddell have a bounce back performance, you know, in a game that shouldn't have really fit, uh, you know, the wide receivers, very cold game in Buffalo started snowing late in the game, tough matchup against the Bills, Jalen Waddell was still able to come through. Now after Waddell, I have DeAndre Hopkins. This is, you know, not a great matchup here. We actually just saw Carlton Davis have a decent amount of success going up against Jamar Chase. Obviously, the quarterback situation here for the Cardinals is less than ideal, but I still think we just have to buy into the talent of DeAndre Hopkins, and I really just can't drop him any lower than like a high-end wide receiver too. After him, I have T. Higgins. If you want to argue T. Higgins higher than this, I'm not going to push back. I think you could probably argue him up as high as maybe even like wide receiver nine. So he's someone who I do love as a start in lineups. He just, you know, kind of falls behind some of these other very close calls, but someone who I still think is very, very reliable. 
played a full set of snaps coming back from that injury and gave you a decent fantasy day. Now at 16, I have Mike Williams. We did see that uh, Chargers offense kind of struggle in a matchup that I thought was going to be great for Keenan, uh, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, Justin Herbert. It didn't end up being that awesome. I still think you go back to the well on Mike Williams as a solid wide receiver two option. At 17, I have Juju Smith-Schuster. Basically, when Juju is healthy and playing his wide receiver one role on the Chiefs, he gives you monster numbers. We had that stretch of like three, four games prior to the concussion, and then like two, three games removed from that concussion. Once he's getting back to his snaps, he just continues to produce at a very, very high level. Also, you know, tough matchup here against the Seahawks, but I mean, this is the Chiefs offense. They can put up points against anyone, so I do like him here. At 18, I have Christian Kirk going up against the Jets. Potentially a tough matchup here against the Jets, but I'm kind of more buying into Trevor Lawrence. I'm buying into this offense ascending, and I still do view Christian Kirk as the wide receiver one. I know Zay Jones has had some monster performances as of late, but I'm still looking at Christian Kirk as that guy. After Kirk, I have Christian Watson, who's definitely coming off of, you know, kind of a uh, come down to earth game. He had that crazy stretch of monster performances. We can't be expecting that every single week. Also, he's getting followed around by Jalen Ramsey. It was a tough matchup. He didn't totally flop in your lineup. You know, it's definitely not what you were expecting, but it's not like he was goose egged or anything. Also, he's not going to have the highest weekly floor. You look at the way this dude scores points. He is a big play machine. So it's possible he just doesn't break that like 40 yard touchdown every single week. It's not going to happen consistently, but I still think you fire him up as a mid-tier wide receiver too, and I'd still feel confident in it. I know we saw Romeo Dobbs come back. You know, we had Lazard involved. I still think Christian Watson is the clear-cut wide receiver one of this offense, and I'm not going to panic after one down game. And then at wide receiver 20 here, I have Terry McLaurin. Just been a very solid option with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. 21, I have Devonta Smith. Basically just echoing the points I talked about with A.J. Brown. Obviously, you lose your starting quarterback. It typically really sucks for these wide receivers, especially like the second wide receiver in an offense. But I think Gardner Minshew, more than capable of supporting these guys this week. I also just love the way that the Eagles like distribute the opportunities in this passing game. If you look at that box score against the Bears, it was like A.J. Brown, 100-something yards, Devonta Smith, 100-something yards, and then I don't even know if their third highest receiver had double-digit receiving yards. Like They just funnel the opportunities to these top targets. I mean, it's the best thing to see for fantasy, so hopefully that continues moving forward. Now at wide receiver 22, I have Michael Pittman. I keep firing Pittman up as a uh, back-end wide receiver too. He consistently sees a very solid volume. Decent matchup here against the Chargers. 23, I have Brandon Ayuk, will likely still be operating as the wide receiver one of this offense. Now, I know he really flopped in that first game against the Seahawks, but I'm willing to go uh, you know, back towards Brandon Ayuk this week. And then next up at wide receiver 24, I ended up finding a spot for Zay Jones here in the top 24 wide receivers. I talked about him as a fringe option in my wide receiver start set. I said he was right on the edge. I end up making him a top 24 guy. He will be a wide receiver too for me. I mean, the man has just been on an absolute tear. And we've seen this a few times, you know, over the past few years. When some of these guys are just, you know, on these streaking performances, I think we just got to go back to the well here. He'd be even higher if this wasn't a tough matchup against the Jets, but I still do like him. Like I said, Trevor Lawrence peaking at the right time. He's looked great. Zay Jones has just gone nuclear in like three of the last four games. So he will be a top 24 guy for me. At 25, I have Mike Evans. It looked like he was going to have this really strong backup performance 
and then he just totally disappeared in the second half. I mean, basically along with the, uh, the entire Buccaneers offense. He's going to be a high-end wide receiver three. We know he's talented. I think this could be a decent game for the Bucs. They are going to be the favorites here against the uh, struggling Cardinals, but not someone who I'm super ecstatic to play in my lineup. At 26, I have Jerry Judy. We'll see what's happening here uh, with Cortland Sutton. It does seem like it's going to be a tough matchup going up against Ramsey, but if Cortland Sutton is out, I still like Jerry Judy as a high-end wide receiver three. Been impressive the last two weeks. Should be getting Russ back, which I do think is an upgrade over Rippon. Now at 27, I have Chris Olave. We've got some things up in the air here with Olave. He has, you know, kind of struggled over the last few weeks. Hasn't been terrible, but hasn't been putting up his early season production. He's also dealing with a hamstring injury. So, you know, kind of adding insult to injury here. It's not looking great for Olave. I still think he's a wide receiver three, but I mean, early on, he was like a locked in top 20 guy. Definitely have to move away from that at this point. And then at 28 and 29, I actually have uh, back-to-back players in that same matchup with Chris Olave, Amari Cooper at 28, Donovan Peoples-Jones at 29. And I would say probably one of my biggest in-season misses was really kind of hyping up Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones. I thought both of these guys could like be exploding in the fantasy playoffs. And with Deshaun Watson coming back, it's basically been the opposite. Amari Cooper has really struggled in his three games with Watson. Peoples-Jones has given you solid production, but it's not exactly like production you're feeling super great about, like he can repeat it consistently. He had one big game as a pass catcher, and then the other two have just been aided by touchdowns, and one was like a punt return touchdown, so definitely kind of a fluky situation here. I still view Amari Cooper as the better option, but like I have him back-to-back, so they are pretty close at this point. At 30, I have Deontay Johnson going up against the Raiders. I'd be expecting Kenny Pickett back in this game, Definitely a downgrade from Mitch Trubisky looking at it through the lens of Deontay Johnson, but he's still going to command a ton of targets, and maybe this turns into the week that he can actually find the end zone, but definitely not banking on it. At 31, I have Elijah Moore. Just like I talked about with Garrett Wilson, if this is not a Mike White game, he probably falls out of these rankings. I would say if it is a Mike White game, I'd consider moving him up a few spots here. I like the matchup. Elijah Moore is running a solid number of routes, and if he has a quarterback that can support him, you know, I think he's a decent play. With Zach Wilson, it just is clear that it's just not going to happen. You know, it hasn't happened this year. I don't know if it's ever going to happen in the future. And then behind him, I have DJ Moore. DJ Moore has a great matchup here against the Lions. I don't really have much, you know, trust in this Panthers offense, but I think we kind of just got to buy into the talent of DJ Moore in a great matchup and hope he performs. At 33, I have Traylon Burks. We'll see if he can make his uh, return from the concussion. He has missed two games. Now, I will say that if Ryan Tannehill is out for this game, I think we got to pivot away from Burks. Malik Willis has just not kind of proven that he can support any weapons fantasy-wise. So if Tannehill is playing and Burks is back, I do like him as like a mid-tier wide receiver three, but we'll see how that kind of, uh, you know, moves on throughout the week. 34, Marquise Brown. Really tough ranking uh, Marquise Brown all the way down here. I mean, this was a guy that was like a top 10 guy before he got injured, uh, before the DeAndre Hopkins return. He just hasn't put up any numbers since returning off of IR. Kyler goes down. This offense is going to struggle. Bucks definitely aren't an easy matchup here. And in those games, you know, with bad quarterback play, DeAndre Hopkins has been the better option. So tough, but his talent kind of keeps him in the top 36. At 35, I have Josh Palmer. Obviously, you know, it's kind of tough to play a wide receiver three, but if you're going to play one, I like it from the Chargers offense. And then Adam Thielen here at 36, closing it out. You kind of have KJ Osborne on his heels a little bit. 
Adam Thielen hasn't been like insane throughout the season, but he consistently finds his way to like the back end of the wide receiver threes. So that's going to wrap it up for these wide receiver rankings. If you guys want to go check out the running backs, those are already posted. Stay tuned for the uh, rankings at every other position. If you did enjoy the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Any questions, drop them down below. As always, thank you for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.